0: The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
1: Friends and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host Jamie, and I'm so thankful that you're here. Every week, I invite a girlfriend to join me on the show, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Before we get to our guests, I want to thank our sponsor for today's show, which is Sacred Holidays. This Advent, the Sacred Holiday Studies are breaking apart 25 attributes or characteristics of God. This Christmas, it's not just about a baby in a manger, but it's about learning about who that baby represents. Advent season, which officially started this past Sunday, are the days leading up to Christmas. And Sacred Holidays is releasing its study called He Is the Attributes of God. There's one for women, for families, for men, and teen girls. Every day will be a different attribute of God, but each study will focus on the same attribute each day. So it has unique content allowing your families and your husbands and wives to all go through the study together. Uh, My guest today, Becky, is actually the CEO and creator of the study. And so we talk a little bit more about it. You're going to love hearing about it. Um, I want to tell you that all of their physical studies are sold out. Even though it started on Sunday, you can still buy a digital copy. You can still do this. It's not too late. Remember to use the code Happy Hour and get 10% off. Also, don't forget all of the studies that they sell. They donate 10% of their profits to provide Advent studies for women in prison. And you're just going to die when we talk about how many they gave out this year. So awesome. Um, Like I said, today's episode number 117. And my guest is Becky Kaiser. Becky and I met online a few years ago, and we met in person finally this past year when we were both at the same retreat, which we talk about today on the show as well. Becky's been married for nine years to Chris, and she's the mom of the three sweet little girls. She's also the CEO and the founder of Sacred Holidays, which I am excited to be a contributor for this year for their Advent study. Today, Becky and I talk about one of her dreams, which is to write a Bible study, how she's finding balance in her life, or shall I say, looking for the rhythms in her life with working, being a wife and a mom and teaching and writing, and how her and her husband started communicating better in the past couple of years. Becky recently has walked through a medical scare, and she shares that story with us as well. And at the end, I tell her about the weirdest documentary that Aaron and I recently watched that I think you should watch as well. If you want to send us a message about anything from the show, Becky and I would love to hear from you. I'm on Twitter at, at Jamie underscore Ivy, and she is at Becky Kaiser. Hey guys, I have a favor I want to ask you, but you get something out of it. So listen up real quick. Will you share the show with a friend this week? I mean, like really share. Like pull out your phone, show them how to do it. I meet people all the time and I literally have to show them how to listen to a podcast. I show them on their phone where the app is. However you listen to it, sometimes I have to explain to them what a podcast actually is. So will you show someone this week and then will you instagram that you showed them and every week in december i want to give some goodies away to people who are sharing the show with their friends so here's what you need to do share the show with a friend then take a picture of you two either a picture of you sharing it with them a picture of you guys listening just a random picture of what you're doing that day when you shared the show and then tag it uh, with hashtag sharing the happy hour Um, put that hashtag there and tag me in the photo and i'm going to pick a winner every week and send you some happy hour goodies super easy share the show get free stuff Okay, guys, thanks a lot. Here is my conversation with Becky. Hey, Becky, welcome to the happy hour. Hello, Jamie. This is a super fun surprise because I had been wanting to have you on in 2017. You're on my list. And then something came up and then something couldn't come through this week. And here you are. It's like the best surprise ever this week. Best surprise ever. Oh, this is so much fun. Um, Thanks for... Chatting with me, and I'm super excited for all of my listeners to get to know you and hear you and just listen in our conversation. Before we started recording, uh, you said that we were both at Camp Well this summer, yes. which is what is Camp Well? I mean, how do, what's your three sentence description?
2: Oh my goodness, Jamie, I didn't prep for this. So it was Camp well,
1: like,
2: the most awesome retreat you could ever go to. Okay, that's like history what i of ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, when I tell people about Camp Well, I'm like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's awesome. Right? You should go. Yes,
2: exactly. Right. It, it could change your life. It will direct you better in whatever business or goals you have. And you're gonna have the best fun ever. And it's unlike any other retreat you you have ever experienced.
1: And you're gonna meet new friends and my thing about that I tell people at Camp Well is you're gonna come away with a lot of information, but the hospitality that those ladies have. Whoa. Is one of the best I've ever seen. Do you agree with that? It's Pinterest on crack for retreats, right? Yes. Like it is
2: and but not in the like hokey way or no. the unattainable way, like you just feel loved and so special with no expectation of return. Like you just get to come and be and get pampered and loved on. And it creates this beautiful atmosphere for us to all connect. That is did so true. Think?
1: Yeah, exactly. And you just said it what I hadn't even put to words that I didn't feel like there's anything needed for me in return. Yes. But just to be there.
2: Which is weird when you're like doing ministry, right? Like yeah. there's always something when we're going places, but to just go, did you feel awkward? I felt kind of like, not sure what my place was that first day like I can't help there's nothing I can do
1: oh well I you know I decided to go to this whenever Jen told me about it Jen Sprinkle who's been on the show before yes, um is one of the creators of this and so she has a phenomenal team but when she told me about it I was like you know what I'm going to do something for myself and so I used it as a business expense and you know went but I was kind of like you I was like this is am I am I supposed to be talking do you (laughs) need to do something do you mean to pray with somebody like I was just like Am I supposed to do something? And no, I was just yes. supposed to be there.
2: I remember. I remember right. when we sat at the table the first time and it was like question time. You're we like, all right. So I'm the podcast and the, <laughs> the, the MC typically, so i ask the questions. And we we're
1: like, oh no, Jamie, Ivy, you are not a podcaster here. I know you guys made me answer questions. I love it. And I, re- I feel, I think it's my control idol that I get to yes. ask the questions. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which... Speaking of control idol, um, yeah. I wanted you to clear something up for me. You are a life coach. Yes. Can you tell me what a life coach is <laughs> and why I might need one or do I need one? Does anyone need one? Jamie, do you remember how I kept trying to say we need to talk later? <laughs>
2: Just kidding. Um, so like this is everybody's coach like question. What is a life coach? So life coach is how you get a personal trainer to help your body. Like it's just, you could do videos at home or work out at the gym, but when the people that get a trainer or go to CrossFit, it's like accelerated, right? Mm -hmm. So for a coach, you just sit down with someone who you trust, like a counselor, but where we're different in counseling is counseling helps you deal with your past. So a lot of my clients, I refer to counselors, but we help you kind of move forward. Like, okay, knowing what you know about your past, you'll deal with that maybe, or maybe not with a counselor. But right now, today, how can I help you with your business? How can I help you with your family, with your personal life, with, it's more like goal setting and getting somebody like a really awesome accountability partner who you don't have to hold
1: them accountable to, you know? Ooh, so yeah. you just get
2: pushed just a little bit more
1: Okay, than you would push yourself. And how long have you been doing
2: this? Um, about two, Years so I, I started doing it and then I got pregnant, had a baby, took a year off, mm-hmm. and then I'm getting back into it very slowly. Okay. Like, I just loved it too much not to come back, yeah. But trying to balance that with everything else, too. So, because it's like one <laughs> so of your it's jobs,
1: it's one of my jobs. I want to talk about your other jobs, but first, you told me that um, you and your husband had got some help from like a life coach, yes, yeah,
2: yeah. So, Steve Knox, who I work with now, he has a company called Orbiting Normal. And he is like, I call him my guru. He's genius, kind of like a ma- magician and psychic all in one. Okay. And he just like reads your jug, like how you don't like people to invade your mind. Mm-hmm. He looks at you in the most um, comfortable and safe way and just like helps you see what you can't see yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: So how did that go with your marriage? You said, tell me about that real quick. Tell me back yeah. to when before you guys were walking through that.
2: Yes. So Chris and I just on Thanksgiving Day celebrated nine years together.
1: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Thank like you. nine years
1: married or nine years we started dating. and Nine years
2: thing. married. We only dated. So here's the problem. We only dated for like seven months and we're engaged for four months. So all of it was very short and we were babies. Like he was 22. I was 24. And we are just opposites in every possible way, which was so cute when we were dating, you know, like opposites attract. Right, and- right like all the spiritual things, like the Lord has put us together because we balance one another. It's so sweet. And we just see the way we compliment each other. And then we got married and you're like, I I actually hate your personality. (laughs) All the things that were so cute when we dated were so not cute. And we just kind of had a hard time. Like it wasn't anything big, you know, like, so I have friends who have dealt with big issues. It wasn't anything big. And that was almost harder for me because Mm -hmm. there wasn't something for us to address, but it just over time got numb or um, kind of contentious. We were just fighting over stupid things
1: all the time.
2: So is and how that how you
1: realized something was like, not right? Was the fighting? Cause you said it wasn't big deal.
2: Yeah. You know, I'm not sure. So I'm like a person where positive best side of everything, make the most out of any situation. And I found myself growing numb, mm. you know, like we're just like, And Chris knows, like when I start to check out, it's worse than if I'm willing to fight because then I'm just done, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got to that place and I think it scared both of us. Mm. And he really wanted to change. So we, you know, like you do it, we always, I'm a huge believer in counseling. Mm -hmm. I've gone on and off literally since I was in a car seat. And so we went to counseling. It just wasn't helpful because there wasn't a big thing. We tried marriage Bible study at our church and we tried books and Bible studies, all these things, and just nothing was helping. And finally, my friend, Steve Knox, who has the business orbiting normal, had said, I'm starting this new couples communication intensive. Would you be our guinea pigs? And we were like, yes, yes,
1: yes we've tried it all.
2: <laughs> Please. And it was just, I don't know what occurred in those six weeks that we met with him, but it helped us to just, you know, you go through their Myers-Briggs testing, you do the strengths finder stuff. And just to understand better who we were helped us to Appreciate each other and understand those differences that were so cute at the beginning and then so frustrating in marriage. Mm-hmm. But it helped us to reappreciate them and also learn how we work out, how they work together. So Chris and I are offices on the Myers Briggs chart, mm-hmm. which you and I still need to go through. I know. Um, we're, that would be a fun like half happy hour episode just yeah, to do would. a live Myers Briggs test. Um, so we learn how to like appreciate one another and talk with one another, and so in the past three years has been magical just kidding so with better
1: <laughs> magical <laughs> it's better. yes so seriously i hear a lot about this myers-briggs and strength finders and i'm like the dork i told you this uh, when we were at camp well is that i've taken the myers-briggs test but i didn't write down my answer and i never remember what i am right um strength finders oh i can't remember what i am either but what's the one where <laughs> there's the number enneagram <laughs> I I don't know anything about that. Okay, you don't know that either. But that's really, people are using that a lot too to figure out each other. So when you guys, when you and Chris found this stuff out, Mm -hmm. then were you able to look at him and be like, this is why he does this? Yes. And then literally, because this always like amazes me that you can say, this is why they do that. And then it, does it switch the way that you show grace towards him? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. And we like, we just learned
2: different ways of, when we're arguing or what he needs to do when we're having a hard time and what I need when we're having a hard time and different words and phrases that I can't even tell you the specifics of them now that we're three years past it, Mm -hmm. but it's changed how we are. Does Mm. that make sense? Yes. How we would argue about money and receipts and those sorts of Uh things. Like my personality is I applied generalities to things and he was like specifics and details. So we would fight over details. Like, how can you not remember this? It just happened. I'm like, I just know it just kind of was or is or always (laughs) and never. And he's like, always and never don't exist.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I know one thing that Aaron and I have learned over the years is like after we get in disagreement or whatever, I need to be touched. I like I'm a I'm a toucher. And so I'm a feeler. I need to be hugged. He needs space. And so <laughs> I want to hug him and he does not want to hug me. And so oh my goodness, it has taken us like me figuring out like, okay, I really need this, but I need to give him a little bit of space. And yeah. then he's willing to do that for me. Or even him being like, I don't want to do this, but she needs it. You know, those yeah. are such hard things. We were just at That's a wedding hard. yesterday and it was so beautiful. It was outside. I mean, it was just this like beautiful wedding and they were so, so, so oh. happy, which everybody yeah. is on their wedding day. No one's right. unhappy on their wedding day. Right. <laughs> And so, if they are run, run yes, down exactly. The island, you know? So they were so happy, and I and I leaned over to Aaron, and we've been married fifteen years, and n- not in a condescending way, not in a oh, it only gets worse from here because for me, right. my marriage is better today than ever has totally. been. Yeah, I mean, not That's like the, we're amazing, but you know what I mean. Like fifteen right, right. years in, I'm like, this is awesome. Oh, I know you more. Yeah. I love you more. Yeah. And I leaned yeah. over him, and I'm like how cute are they that they have no idea what's in front of them? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like there's, there's no, they have no clue what's ahead. No idea,
2: Yeah. In the sweetest way. Like I remember when we were engaged and people were like, Oh, you have no clue what's coming. I'm like, you make marriage sound as miserable as it possibly could. Mm-hmm. And I always thought it would never be like that, but now it's different. Like how you said it, that's the perfect way of saying it. Like they just don't know. And if you keep sticking at it and keep fighting through the really, really hard times and don't let yourself grow numb, And it does get better. Like how Chris and I are now, we still fight frequently because we're married and we have three little children, Mm -hmm. and so we fight frequently. But now it's it's a totally different relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you just don't you you just can't even wrap your brain around the hardships that you'll walk through. It's not even always about marriage. It's just like with age or with work or with parenting. (laughs) All of those things together. life those things don't mean anything on your wedding day because you're just in love and you're it's so cute, cute. yeah oh it was i love going to weddings and a lot of times aaron and i don't get to sit together because he's you know he might be either Fair yeah and so whenever we sit together i always pretend like we're saying our vows again oh he hates <laughs> it he's like you're so dumb jamie stop <laughs> do
2: you like whisper them to him or you just squeeze his I hand kinda squeeze time. his hand
1: like oh, like me. when they like when she says i do i kind of squeeze it like i'm saying it too <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm always asking Aaron if we can renew our vows. Yes. Because I think that would be so fun to have our kids there on like I'm picturing on the beach with our kids. Yes. And he's all he always tells me the same thing. He's like, Jamie, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because I made a covenant <laughs> commitment to you. You don't have to renew that. It never but gets broken. Like
2: when people go to church camp and they become a Christian yes. again. You don't really have
1: to do that. No, exactly. But you're gonna rededicate every year. <laughs> Well, if you could have another party and go to the beach or something, why not? That's what I'm saying. I said maybe let's not call it a renew. Let's just call it a party. Like <laughs> I still and I still love you party, and I still love you party. I love that. Nice on the beach on, the, on beach the beach together, right? Um. Okay, so Becky, you um have been married for nine years. You said which you were married the day my daughter was born. Aww, I know. Sweet story, girl um uh-huh. so you've been married for nine years you have three uh-huh. kids um uh-huh. you I know this about you because you're friends with my friend Sally Lopez you went to Texas A&M yes Sally uh, and I were roommates junior year oh, I love the Lopez family um she so went to Texas A&M and now you created this company called Sacred Holidays Yeah. which if anyone's been listening to the happy hour for the past couple of weeks you've heard me talk about a lot because yes um not only are you guys advertising on the happy hour but like I'm a fan of yours like I I love oh, what you do So awesome. um so tell me When you started it and why you even decided, hey, I have a mom with young kids. I'm going to start something, which is usually (laughs) not the best time. Right. (laughs) Right. So how did that happen for you?
2: Um, Well, first, Javier has been awesome supporters. You ladies. It's been so fun to see that promo code come through and see Mm -hmm. how many of your sweet ladies are joining us. And that's been super fun, Jamie. Um, The sacred holiday started. Let's see. We are year like two year anniversary just happened in September.
1: Oh, you're young
2: we're just babies. We're just didn't know You were
1: such a baby. Yeah. Hey, well, y'all have your stuff together for being so young. I'll just tell you that
2: we're stuff together. Thank you. It doesn't feel like that most days. So that's where we hope to be. I hope to be an encouragement to people today. Um, so just started with the year before that. So three years ago I had a three-year-old and, um, was yeah, just a three-year-old at the time or two-year-old and was just feeling like you know, like Christmas was just caught up in so many other things. We were always stressed about money, trying to figure out the schedules, all that stuff. So I grabbed a couple of devotionals and this was before like Advent's now super trendy, right? So most people know what Advent is, even if you don't know what Advent is. But back then there was not much if it wasn't liturgically based. And mm-hmm. then there was a few other like small devos available. And I just, I read Noel Piper's um, what's it called? It the Traditions? Yes, Treasuring uh-huh. God in Our Traditions by Noelle Piper. And I read that and I was like, yes, like I love holidays. I think they're so fun and so magical. And I wasn't, re- I was re- My mom is um, not a Christian. So she, w- holidays were not spiritually based. They were just so much fun. And when I became a Christian, I never wanted them to lose that same magic. And so anyways, long story short, I decided I had always wanted to write and do those sorts of things. And I was like, I just stay home now, you know, like my kids take long naps. How about I write the Bible study? And just felt like the Lord said, okay. So two years ago, did the first study, not knowing if it was gonna become anything. And we had such a great reception. And so we wrote a Lent study and then another Advent study uh, last year and another Lent study. And this is, so this is our third Advent study. And this one I'm so excited about.
1: Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com.
0: If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
1: So you just said, I'm going to buy- write a Bible study. Yeah. That's not normal. <laughs> That's, not nor- That's not normal. That's not normal, Becky. <laughs> That's not normal, Becky. You're funny. Um, okay. So this is the third year. But when you started the first one, did you write every single study? Yeah. So the
2: very first one wrote every single, my husband and I were, I remember in Seattle and we were there and I, you know, when you're away from your children for seven days, you can do a lot of things. So true. <laughs> so I was away for seven days without mommy, 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 mommy which is loving and endearing, exactly. but it doesn't allow you to accomplish very much. right? And so that's how it all started. And it just, it just kind of became, and so then I realized I need help. I can't write all of these by myself and turn them around quickly. And so now we're adding contributors to study. So it's not just me all the time. And people don't want to just hear the same voice, just like your podcast. People love that they get to hear you, but they're also getting to hear all the other women you respect and love. For sure. So we're trying to bring in that same kind of, we're all a community. We may disagree in a lot of ways, but we all love Jesus. And let's, let's go from there.
1: So how have you seen your uh, Christmas season, Advent season, December change?
2: Yeah. So for me, it was, it's probably a little bit more complicated than the normal person going through sacred holidays. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's my busiest time as a business, but also the time I'm trying to focus the most on what matters. And yeah. I would say each year gets better and better. And so I'm right there with all the ladies and now men and teen girls and families that are doing this with us. Of, it just is scaling things way back. So it's choosing to be on all the things that are distracting, choosing those less and choosing Christ more and um, so for me, it just helps kind of center me more, but I feel like, um, it's, I don't know if it's drastically changed my holidays one way or another the past two years. Cause it's, it's been, a, I've been in a good season. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like when you yeah. go at like church camp or a retreat and you're like, it's kind of a good thing when you don't walk away with a high cause you've for been sure. in a good spot, you oh, know, yeah. but my first year doing it was like, this is awesome. Like I can really focus on the things that matter and connect. Like I love getting to connect with so many women. That I wouldn't know otherwise and getting to hear what God's teaching them from a certain line. Like, that's what I love about doing group Bible studies mm-hmm. is we get to hear what other people are learning. And you're like, I thought that was a no big deal line. And it changed things for you that day, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so you had added a Lent study as well, yes. which you're probably already working on, aren't you? We are all
2: things Easter right now. It's so crazy, isn't it? <laughs> It's. I'm just like I was playing Christmas music in June, and it just feels weird that other people have Christmas trees up right now. Because I'm like, I I keep Christmas trees in my office so that I can feel yeah like it's 105 degrees outside. But right. I'm writing Advent Bible study, so I have hot chocolate and have little mini Christmas trees in my office so I can feel. That's <laughs>
1: hilarious. Not funny. Yeah. And now you're thinking all things Easter. Jesus is rising, yeah. and we're just yeah. preparing for his I'm birth. Just looking at little baby Jesus in the manger, and I'm like, he's not across, like, yeah. Cross? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! So, how is the Lent study? How is that set up for women to go through the actual days before Easter? Is that when it's set up? For? Yeah.
2: So, Lent is like so traditionally Advent are four weeks for the four Sundays before Christmas, and then Lent is eight forty days, mm-hmm. not including Sundays before Easter. So, it's longer. It's a hard commitment because it's seven and a half weeks of material. That you go through. So most ladies, we struggle to finish a four-week or five-week or six-week Bible study. So we're asking a lot of people to do a a seven-and-a-half-week study. But, you know, I tell people all the time, like, I know Advent's so trendy, but it is my aim with Sacred Holidays if we can become get Lent to become even more trendy because it's awesome that we celebrate baby Jesus coming. You know, like, Mm -hmm. obviously, Him coming was essential for anything else to happen. And that's why this time we're actually not even focusing on baby Jesus in a manger, but just who God is. Mm -hmm. And at Lent, that was so much more important, Jamie, because it's our faith, right? Mm -hmm. Like like if we don't focus during Easter on that Christ came and he lived this life and we need to follow the life he lived. And then he died that actually like somehow as weird as it sounds, like him dying on the cross and shedding that blood makes everything forgiven for us. And then he rises from the dead. Like that's insane. Mm. And it takes time for our minds to kind of wrap around what seems impossible. And so when we focus on that during Lent, Easter can be
1: radically different for us so i'm
2: always more excited about Lent and advent that's so
1: true because i feel like advent is surrounded by christmas yeah and surrounded by traditions and yeah. parties and gifts and you know good feelings and you know the end of the year and all that stuff and then easter you're right sometimes it gets kind of forgotten in between well, there because yeah. people are over the holidays
2: because mm-hmm. it starts like the beginning of march last year it started like I think February seventh,
1: and people were like, "No, wow, no, not <laughs> <the holidays." laughs> yeah, yeah." Oh well. And do you give something up for Lent? Yes. Yeah, so each year I choose something different. Last Ooh, year what did you do last year?
2: I was just trying to think about that. I don't know if I did anything last year. So in years past, I've done things like this: news button, which is hard. Oh, or you know, like the typical no social media or uh-huh. no TV. In high school, one time I gave up makeup, so like I didn't wear makeup
1: for 40 days. Look at you!
2: Yeah, I was super vain you were in legit. High <laughs> I was so spiritual, Jamie.
1: But you didn't grow up in uh, a Christian home. When did you find? When did you start following
2: Jesus? So when I was 16. So my parents divorced when I was a baby. So my mom is not a Christian. My dad and stepmom—they married when I was three—are Methodist. So I grew up um, gotcha. in a Methodist home with them. And then my brother and I are super close. Neil Smith, super close. And he became a Christian the year before me. And he just loved me like Jesus. Like all the things that I hated about Christians and Christianity, he showed me the way, you know, and I remember I was driving to my my, uh, boyfriend's house and I'd heard that story about when Jesus wept after Lazarus. Okay, wait, stop real
1: quick. Stop real quick. Yes. You're just, you, you don't like Christians. Where did that come from?
2: I went, oh, I went to a Christian private school. So that would make you hate Christians pretty fast, right? But you weren't a believer. (laughs) No, I wasn't a believer. And, okay, and went to Christian going. I private it. school. Mm-hmm. This is the interesting story, right? Mm-hmm. So my mom, who's not the Christian, wanted us to go to Christian private school because of the morals, because mm-hmm. she wanted us to be good people. And so we, and then my dad and stepmom, the same thing. So we went to Christian private school and it was the best thing just because our house, having divorced family for so long, um, it was good for us to have like a really stable, small environment. So we went there and, but unfortunately for me, it always did more harm than good of, 'Cause Christians don't know how to deal with people who aren't Christians. So we just kind of like <laughs> huddle up in our little bubbles and we judge or aren't sure. And uh, it so I just like always felt like I do not belong here. I'm not liked here. I'm labeled. And so I just did the like, well, I'll have fun the other way then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I'll show them. I'll show them. And then um yeah, so then when I my brother like left me through that whole year and I remember I'd started going to youth group with him and um they did the youth pastor did this story when jesus when Lazarus died and Jesus wept, which is like every church kid's favorite verse, yeah, and for me, it's actually my favorite verse because it was the first time I saw the humanity of Christ, you know, mm. like before it was just like rules and judgments and shoulds and should nots at the yeah. time it was really against oh. the should nots, yeah, and then I just saw like how much he loves us, like <laughs> that he'd weep over a friend who he knew he could rise, but mm-hmm. he still took the time to weep over him, and I remember I heard that in. That's just like where the Holy spirit takes over your faith, you know? Mm -hmm. And he just like, it just flooded me and drive to my boyfriend's house to break up with him. I just like prayed the most elegant prayer. I'm sure there was like so many cuss words in it Uh and just praying and saying, okay, God, let's do this. And yeah, it's been a thing ever since. Wow.
1: I love to hear people's stories like that. Yes. Where you just like, you came face to face with your need for a savior. Um, okay. So we were talking about Lent before then, before, before I went sidetracked with your story about following Jesus, which is just my favorite stories to hear in people's lives. Um, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about Lent. And so you're already preparing your study. Are you guys ever going to do any other holidays? So, yes, hopefully
2: (gasps) I, I I can't do this by myself. So it's right now it's. For Advent was often bringing in so many other contributors, and we've tried like interns, and now I'm just really waiting. And we've had so many people offer to help the ministry and to come in. And you know, when you're at the beginning, it just needs to be the right people you can trust. Like I'm still, we're so young and we're two years old, so I'm still figuring out and asking guy like, who are we? What's our identity? What do we want to accomplish? So now it's just finding the right people to team up with who can start overseeing these projects, so it doesn't all fall on me. So yeah. Dream world would be. We'd have a goal setting because I love clearly goal setting, all that, that we'd have something to come out in January where you can work on goal setting for the new year. I'd love to have like a planner one day, Mm. Um, Valentine's Day, Easter, not Easter, obviously, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and a birthday. My birthday one might be our first one that we release. that's not an Advent or Lent one.
1: So what does a birthday study look like?
2: I don't even know, Jamie, but I want to do one. Oh, what a dream. Yeah. So then you can do like you... You reflect on the past year and then you kind of goal set for the next year. So it'd be similar to the New Year's one, but way more introspective.
1: You could totally do that. And from like a business
2: standpoint, that sells year round. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, that's what I I need to start. Um, Kat Armstrong with Polish. She's been on the show so many times. I think uh-huh. a couple of times. She has been really helping me figure out what is some better business strategies of mm. not being just a charity but a ministry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how has it been running a business? Cause there are a lot of people who listen that run small businesses or, or want to eventually how, what are some of the struggles that have come along with that?
2: So many struggles, so many struggles. So we do it because we love it. And I think that's what keeps all of us who are doing things, doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest struggle for me has always been balancing everything, which I realized, I think I've told you before, like I just, I, this year I was like, I think I don't believe in balance There's anymore. There's no such just, thing there's no such thing. So my word for the year has been rhythm mm-hmm. of you know, like a heartbeat. Like I, I want to be able to be in a healthy rhythm ups and downs and crazy and bored and somehow have a healthy rhythm. Um, so for me, the biggest struggle has been finding that rhythm as I'm a stay at home mom. So my oldest just started kindergarten this year and the middle child, the three and a half year old Mariah, she's in school two days a week. And then the baby's home with me all the time. So it's just finding that rhythm of, how it works for my schedule. And so that's the same for girls who are single and have to work full-time jobs, or if they want mm-hmm. to be a writer or start a nonprofit or do a, um, with multi-level not- networking, any of those kinds of businesses, they have to do it in extra hours. So it's finding that healthy balance of, I have this thing that I have to do. So I think you have to choose that thing that you have to do and then work really, really hard at it.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and the rhythm constantly changes, you know. I'm in a different stage than you are, where all my kids go to school, so I do have all day long, and that helped me kind of go to the next level in a job, right. You know, because I have the hours that I didn't right. have before. Um, but I learned a lot when I didn't have the hours, you know. Absolutely,
2: and I bet now too, like the after hours, the ones they get out of school, I bet are even more guarded. Where for me, I don't feel as bad. Okay, well, we're gonna watch one show now because mommy needs to go take this call, or mm-hmm. I need. It's a little bit easier, but I would think for you and your situation, you have to kind of guard those family hours a little bit more than you've ever had to before because they're, they're more limited.
1: Totally. I mean, we, we say all the time, we moved last year and we're, we're kind of away from Austin a little bit. We're still technically yeah. in Austin, but we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere a little bit. It looks so and dirty. it's so wonderful because I work from home, so I'm home all day. Uh, my kids show up around 3.15 and the last one at like five, and then we don't hardly do that much because- okay. If my son gets off the bus at five and he goes to yeah. bed at nine, that means I see four him for hours. like four and a half hours a day. That's crazy, I know. you know? I know. Yes. Um. And so it is. We're much more guarded. And so I try to be done with work when they get off the bus at yeah. three fifteen. Um. Some days I'm like, hey, you know, get a snack, go play. I need till four. Right. But most Which days, good for them. Yep. Yeah. Most days, I am trying to be done with work.
2: Yes. It's hard. Just finding those those boundaries that are best for us and then accept like giving yourself grace when in each season. Like I remember when I was single and not dating at all and wanting to do these things and just thinking, man, it'd be so much easier when I get married. And then mm-hmm. when I was married and we were both working, I'm like, it'll be so much easier when I stay home. And now that I'm at this stage, I'm like, oh, it'd probably be easier if I was like Jamie. My, all my kids were at school. But you don't ever want to rush past the season mm-hmm. you're in. I remember a counselor telling me one time. She said, you know what, Becky, if God has called you to do this, then it's going to happen. Stop trying so hard, you know, like, and just be in the moment, appreciate it for what it is and always working towards what's next and asking God what's next, but stay where you are and don't rush to the next season or step.
1: Mm, It's so hard. It's so hard, but it's such good advice. Yeah. Such good advice. Uh, Because there's always a next step. Always. There's always, and there's always someone else. Who looks like they have it more together or they have an easier life and that's yeah, just not true
2: stupid social media
1: <laughs> stupid social media is dumb which
2: we also like love it's like a love-hate relationship we can't not be with social media but then it can tear our heart into in a second and we can yeah. get all the options at one time
1: yep it's something you just have to keep in check because it's not going away you know it's yeah. kind of like saying well we're not going to let our kids have this well they're going to have it it's not going away so let's teach them how to use it yes which is a much better way Okay, guys, we will get right back to talking with Becky. But today, I want to remind you about one of our sponsors for the show, which is Pine Cove. And today, I want to tell you about Winterfest, okay? We're less than a month away from Winterfest, which is December 16th through 18th. Um, my family, the Ivies, we love Pine Cove. We send our kids there. We've been to family camp. My kids go to camp in the city. Um, but one thing about Pine Cove that's really cool is Winterfest, and it's a great opportunity right before Christmas to send your kids to summer camp in a weekend, So just like we do, kids thrive when they get to get away from their everyday lives. And camp is such a great way for kids and teens to be refreshed with awesome activities in a beautiful setting, along with excellent role models and counselors to teach them God's Word. It's one thing when we as parents tell our kids about God, but when they hear it from other role models too, it can begin to form really deep roots in their hearts. Guys, you can find out more information about Winterfest at pinecove.com slash winterfest. Okay, here is the rest of my conversation with Becky. Okay, so Becky, can I ask you about something? Um, a dream that you shared with me. Yes. Okay. Well, it depends, like which dream. Well, here it is. Okay. Um, you have a dream to write a Bible study. Yeah. What's What's happening with that?
2: So I do it through Sacred Holidays now, but my big dream—I think I said with the group. I even said who I wanted to be with, right? Did I? I don't like, know. I- be a published author with LifeWay. Okay. And I know now like the trendy thing is self-publishing and it's what we do with Sacred Holidays because it makes the most sense at this current season. And I, so I know there's all these different ways you can do things. But for me, since I was 16, I remember just sitting on the floors. I, I was just could not get enough of LifeWay because I had never seen any of this stuff before. And like, I would just go in and flip through all the Bible studies and the books. And Beth Moore was a teacher at my church that I started going to at 16. So I she was my Sunday school teacher, so it was just all I knew was Lifeway. And since I felt like the Lord called me in college to do writing and speaking and ministry, I was like, I just want to be with Lifeway. And now as I've seen their ministry grow more and more and more, and I know no one's perfect, um, it's just like my dream. Yeah. So I want a book or a Bible study
1: unending with them eventually is like my ultimate goal. I love goals I love- so much, and we talked about that with, when our group when we were together in camp at Camp well. Um, and so you are, you are writing a Bible study twice a year.
0: Um,
1: and so I look forward to following your journey with that. Um, doing that Bible study. Hey, did you happen to get, you know, that class that Beth is doing? Yes, I got in. Are you doing it? (laughs) You got in, Did you got a ticket. Yes. Uh, What time did you get your ticket? Um, like a minute after. Okay. So Beth Moore is doing, um, a class in February, a class. I keep saying class. It's like a day long kind of conference. Yes. For women who are like 20 to age 39 or something, I don't know, yeah, who want lit. to teach the Bible. Right. And um, tickets went on sale the day after Thanksgiving at 9 a.m. I got on at 1020. Oh, no. I am number 356 in line. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say I'm not going. <laughs> hey, Jamie, I think you have a, full, a few strings you could pull to get into there. Well, you know Beth and I are friends now. I mean, since she's, she's right. been on the Happy I mean, Hour, I she's been on the show. You're basically besties. We're basically and besties. Partners, I love it. Yeah, um, but I was super excited to see her um, putting that out there for women yeah. to be able to go to because I think there are a lot of women um, in the world who feel like they have this calling on them and this desire. Um, to teach and to write, and I think that it is, we should shepherd those. We should right. we should give them opportunity. We should teach them. We should do all of these things. Um And so I'm I'm so happy that Beth Moore is doing that, and I'm yes. glad you got in for sure. Yes. Um, but you do get to teach a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you love that? I love it so much. That's so one of the things. The past couple of years, I've done not as much of, and I realized, I had um, Jess Connolly, who helps run Amen Paper Company. I did a coaching call with her this past summer and it was so helpful for me to just, she helped me remember that I'm not just Sacred Holidays. As much as I love it and believe in it and have zero desire to abandon it, I like, I had given up on the things I personally felt called to as well. Mm, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like well, you have the happy hour, but right. you're also Jamie Ivy. You do other things. Mm-hmm. And I had let those kind of die because I was afraid if I added too much more to my plate, I'd be neglecting Chris or neglecting my girls or my friends or those things. And she helped me remember how much I love it. And so that's when I had the dream come back of I wanna write for myself again that's yeah. not sacred holidays related. I wanna start speaking again more. And so I opened up my calendar and it's just been sweet just getting to not so I go to the prisons probably every few months and then getting to go to women's ministry events and getting to speak at their gatherings and there's just nothing like getting to see the women face to face you know like when we write or even you doing the podcast, it's so isolating so to get to go and see them and watch the Lord work and move in them and get to interact with them on the side is the best ever. So I've love getting to do that again.
1: I love um, people always ask like what I like better um, you know, I'm writing a book. So do I like better, like writing or podcasting or speaking? Um, and uh, podcasting is super fun for me. It's a lot of fun, but it's very isolating. Like literally I'm in a little bitty, like closet office. (laughs) Um, I don't even people, people ask me how I do it. I do it over Skype, like you and I are on Skype, but we're not even looking at each other, you know, because it's whatever. But, and so I always say like, one of my favorite things to do is get in front of people. Um, because I actually get to like interact and like hug them and, Yes. I'm like a toucher, so like I'll hold right. your hand when you're talking to me, and yes. it's just the best. I it's I love it too. I love yeah. now. I will say this, and I'd be curious as to you. For me, preparing a talk, if it's about like podcasting or right. a pretty generic talk, that's not hard for me. If yeah. you're asking me to come in and teach your women the Bible, man, that is. Um, It takes a lot of discipline for me, and it's—I would say it's one of the hardest things I do because I don't take it lightly at all. Like it makes me still love doing it. It's—I I I love when I get on the stage, and I love it. Yeah. Um, and I love you know teaching the Bible and talking about God, but the prepare the preparation for me is so hard because like my biggest fear is that I'm going to speak heresy. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yes, so I'm like, this yes. is a heavy weight. It's a heavy calling. Though. I think
2: more teachers
1: should probably feel that weight, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's, like, it's a, a heavy calling that. to open up God's word it's and talk it. about it in front of people. It is. It's yeah. True. Yeah. So that's, I love teaching. I love teaching. Te- I love getting in front of people. It's so yes. much fun.
2: Um,
1: Becky, as I've gotten to know you over the past couple of months, um, I know recently you went through a pretty big scare at home. Yes. Um, you uh, well, you can tell me about it, but it was a scare about cancer. And so yeah. how old are you? I How old am I, Jamie? I'm 34. 34, okay. <laughs> and I think that um, cancer is a really big, scary word in our world, um, and it oh. might be the top of a lot of our fears, mine including or people that are listening. Um, there's people that are listening that are walking through cancer. Um, there was oh. a girl who came to one of my last happy hours. It was one of my most favorite stories ever. Um, she had just gotten through chemo oh. and she was so sick. Uh, she could hardly eat. And when she came to my oh. happy hour, um, in September, it was like one of her first real meals. Oh, whoa. I that know everywhere. I mean, it was, it was, awesome. it was so exciting to meet her, but yeah. cancer is a very real thing. All of yeah. us have been affected by it, all that kind of stuff. So what happened this fall when you were walking through yeah. that? Yeah.
2: So I was, I was just really tired. You know, like, I think we're all tired all the time, because that's how we live our life. And I have three little kids. So of course, I'm tired and running a ministry in the wee hours of the night. Yeah. And so I was tired, but it was beyond normal. And I'd had postpartum depression after my second daughter. And so I kind of, I'm always just in tune of like wanting to make sure my body's okay. And I just felt off like I was falling asleep every night by eight o'clock. And I'm a stay up till midnight 1am person and just just kind of that numbness that I told you about earlier, even with Mm -hmm. Chris. And so I said, I'm, I'm going to the doctor. And if I need to be put back on antidepressants for regular depression, then we'll just get over the pride and do that. And went to the doctor and he said, well, we'll see. Let me run some blood tests just to see. So he ran the blood test and, you know, they called back as soon as they can. And they're like, you know, Ms. Kaiser, those numbers were just a little bit elevated. Let's, let's retest them and just make sure I'm sure it's nothing. And then the day before we left for camp, well, actually I got the call and she said, You know, Miss Kaiser, um, those numbers have gone up a little bit more, so we're gonna need to send you to a hematology
1: oncologist. Okay, stop real quick. Yeah. This was the day before you left. The day before we left. I would have had no well, I didn't know. You didn't yeah, you did not share this with anyone that I know of, or at least yeah. not out loud when I was sitting with yeah. you. I had no idea that this was happening to you. Yeah. Um I would have been a mess. <laughs> Literally, yeah. literally, I would have been a mess. Yeah. Like I would yeah. have, I would have made sure everyone knew what I was going through too, because I'm just like selfish person like that. <laughs> How did you just show up? You didn't even say anything, and you seemed completely normal. Um, Were you nervous, was, scared, afraid? All those things. I mean, I was there. What was helpful was
2: you know I was there with my best friend Kelly, and mm-hmm. so it was helpful to have somebody there who who knew, but it was also so helpful to have somebody there that didn't know. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a big deal yet. You know, like the doctors were so clear on the phone to just say your numbers are mildly elevated, we're going to send you to the hematology oncologist, which is cancer, blood doctor, cancer Mm -hmm. doctor in one. And, but it still could be nothing. It's just outside of our control. So I am, I'm just not an overreactor, especially with medical things. I've had different things growing up. So to me, it's like, It could be something, it could be nothing to overreact now is such a waste of time and energy, but to get like, it was such a gift, like to see the Lord be like, you're going to find this out. And then the next day you're going to get on a plane and get to just step away. And Mm -hmm. I was able to process that in my alone time yeah, away from my girls, like Karis and I got to have that night before I left to just kind of talk through it and Google and do -hmm. all the things that you do when you hear something like possibly cancer. Yeah. So I got. We found out that news, and then you have to wait two weeks to get in with the specialist. Which also let me not feel bad. Like if they weren't rushing me, and they said that I I could still go on the trip, and if that was okay, it helped me feel like if it was serious, they would say, "I'm sorry, you need to cancel your trip and go on Monday." You know, they didn't say those things, so, so I you went, felt good. I felt okay. You know, like yeah. I was still super tired on the trip and I didn't feel exactly like I usually have lots of energy and I felt more mellow, but the conference was kind of very focused and exhausting just because yes. doing so much. So uh-huh. it kind of played into the environment in some ways. So, um, I just did, I decided I didn't want to tell anybody cause I felt like if I shared it, then I knew nothing to share really. Mm-hmm. And meeting so many new people, it'd be the first and only thing they knew about me. You That's know, true. like yeah. once you hear cancer, you can't, like I couldn't you can't think about anything else, you know, like, you just look at me like, Oh my gosh, she could have cancer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But we were able to build like a real friendship outside of knowing that I could maybe have cancer. For sure.
1: For sure. Um, Which you are the exact opposite of me because anyone that knows me knows if they told me that I was going to see an oncologist, I would automatically be 110% sure that I had cancer. (laughs) Not only would I be sure I had cancer, I would be sure that it was probably very so aggressive stage four, yes, stage four. exactly that you i wouldn't even go you can't even go on the trip because you may not make it home uh, becky no <laughs> lie that is where my brain would go and aaron is like you aaron's like if they don't say there's a problem there's no need to worry and i'm like they're just being kind i'm stage four yeah it's talking
2: about all these symptoms and i have all of them exactly make a person crazy during all this
1: yes 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 yes
2: so, so anyway, back, I get home, go to the doctor, you know, wait for another week after Camp Well. And you know, it's lots of ups and downs of, you know, like everything you think, like, okay, oh, hey, Jesus, this is us, and oh crap, I could have cancer and crying and it's gonna be fine. And all those ups and downs and emotions that we can feel in our church. We got a church project here in the woodlands. It was awesome. They gathered the elders around me and prayed over me. And we were just surrounded by really awesome friends who just encouraged us and held us up during all that where it felt like it was going to be okay you know mm-hmm. so we go in and i have my first appointment he reviews all the past blood work and then of course takes like 35 vials of more blood right and looking at it he says okay and this is like summary of what he said but essentially this is what he said is it's likely one of two things you either have this rare blood disorder or chronic myeloid leukemia and i remember jamie when he said chronic myeloid leukemia i looked at him and said I'm sorry, you like you actually think I could have leukemia. <laughs> and he looked at me and was like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I just like in that moment, like I heard nothing else. Kelly was with me, thankfully. And oh, I was gonna ask <laughs> if
1: Chris was with you.
2: I wouldn't even let him come because I was not expecting to hear you. I thought it was just like the first appointment, like, all right, glad you're here. Let's take some blood tests. And there's nothing I can tell you today. Like I I thought Kelly was ridiculous for wanting to come with me, (laughs) you know, like I was about to bring my baby with me, but thankfully another friend watched the baby. Um, So I was just shocked. And then he said, we'll take these tests and I'll see you back in two weeks. And those two weeks were really long, you know, like (sighs) lots of tears, lots of crying, lots of, oh my goodness, what's going to happen. And in all of this, we're launching Advent, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, like we're pulling all this together. So it was a really hard fall of life doesn't stop for any of us when really things happen you have to just keep going and then also it brings us enough perspective to know what things don't need to keep going there's a lot of marketing and beautiful social media stuff that I wanted to do and it's it's just not happening this year and that's okay yeah um anyway so went back to the doctor 2 weeks later and he said it's not cancer it's mm-hmm. not cancer we don't know what it is your numbers are still Mildly elevated. It's not really making sense. So we'll see you again. So went for my. I kept my second opinion at MD Anderson. Went to MD Anderson a couple weeks ago for that appointment, and they have praised Jesus, ruled out all forms of cancer in my body, and now are referring me to another specialist. So they think they've narrowed it down to something else in my my bone instead of bone marrow. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so we're still in that like I don't know phase, which is so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, I just am ready to know already. Um, but it's also been really cool to get to to see God's faithfulness and hand, like how he was just taking care of me and every step of the way up to it. So now when I'm in this funk of I'm so done with this unknown, like, can we just give me an answer, even if it's one I don't like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm in that
1: spot. And so now we wait and we see. How has that been? Was your marriage? How's your marriage? I always think about that, like when people go through hard times where one of the one of the person in the marriage Um, is going through something that could potentially be really, really hard medically. What did it look like for you guys? How did y'all face that head on? It's
2: a great question. And, um, I think for us, like how, again, like my personality, I'm like generalities and Chris could tell you the specifics of how it affects us every single day. So I'm trying to think like less general it's been good. Like, I feel like it's been binding for us. Mm -hmm. And then we've still like fought over the really stupid things, you know, which is has been really good for me too. like, we're still normal. It's okay. This isn't like ending our life. But certainly those two weeks before the not cancer appointment and the two weeks after were really sweet times for us because it was just an every moment matters like that whole, Mm -hmm. the whole realization of like, Oh my goodness, when the oldest is throwing a fit or the youngest won't stop crying or We, I spent too much money at target again, like any of those things happen normal and we fight normal. It helped it all feel normal. And Chris was just super encouraging. And, um, we've gotten into a good spot of working, of supporting each other. And like, he helps so much with sacred holidays now too. And he took over a lot of things because I just can't stay awake past nine o'clock still. And so Mm. he has really helped take over a lot of things. And in that it's been really cool for me to get to see him step up in that way.
1: Mm. Well, let me know when you find out something. I
2: will. Jeez I will. Louise. It's always so I hard know.
1: when you're going through the unknown as well. I think that yes. is one of the hardest things. And I think also like God is so gracious to teach us things in those moments um, yes. and to use those moments um, for our good. And right. you know, he always gets something out of it. So absolutely. Uh,
0: if you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
1: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, I know. Becky, what are you reading these days?
2: Okay. Jamie, I used to be a reader. I know. And, uh, like little kids, so a lot of Christmas picture books right now. <laughs> and then for the past three months, I've been reading Bob Goff's Love Does book, yes. which I'm loving. And we went to San Diego a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I'm going to see Bob Goff because he has his phone number in the back of the book. Which is crazy. But he was in Africa, of course. Did so. you actually call the phone number? No, I saw on social media. Oh, okay, that He was going Africa every day and we were there for like four days. So I'm like, there's just no way to get to to see him but i was going to and i was gonna call him every day five times a day until he answered so bob
1: goff loving it loved us do you know his his wife has a book coming out
2: no Mm -hmm. sweet
1: maria is it just gonna see sweet maria on the front i wonder i don't think so but um i can't remember where when it comes out i'm thinking early next year awesome um, that she has a book coming out and so that should be good. Oh, like y'all,
2: like y'all could do a launch party together, a book launch party together.
1: Right. When does it come out? Oh, it comes out March. Nice. Called love lives here. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. So those are the things that you, that is what you're trying to get through. (laughs) Yes. Let me tell you, I, um, went through like a, I am not reading that much either in my life. Um, but I did, this sounds like I just said I'm not reading that much, but I'm about to tell you I read four books this month. Whoa, way which to is, go! I know, but I traveled, and so right. I got to read it some helped. when I traveled. I know it helps when you travel. It helps when you travel. Yes. yes. Um, I just read *The Lipstick Gospel* by Stephanie cool. Wilson. It's a I've short never little, even heard of that. It's a short little book, um, about her journey of following nice. Jesus. Um, and then I read *I Said Yes* by Emily. Maynard Johnson, do you did yes. you ever watch The Bachelor bachelor No.
2: No. Okay, well she was Is it so good?
1: The book. I really liked it because I watched her on that's like one of the last times I watched the show. Yeah. Um and I want to have her on the happy hour and so I liked reading her. Yes. Book. I know. So Amy. I know there's Amy. that I know. Okay, what are three things you're loving these days?
2: Okay. Three things I'm loving. Well, I have you to thank for this first one because your podcast, Jamie, was the very first I've ever listened to. Oh yeah! It's been my gateway drug to podcasting. The happy so, hour is
1: that for a lot of people and I'm happy about that.
2: Good. It's so fun. So one podcast I'm especially addicted to right now is Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. You yes.
1: Yes, I do. Of course.
2: It's my very favorite, and I feel like each one it is drastically shifting what I want sacred holidays to become, and uh-huh. then what I want my own speaking and writing ministry to become. It yeah. just it shifts things where it's less about building a certain platform or speaking a certain way or blogging a certain way, but it helps you just see the people. And it's been so helpful as we're in a sales season too. Of it's not the number of studies I'm selling, which is important for the business side of
1: things, but it's this many lives that we're affecting. Mm. I think that podcast is great for anyone running a business. Yes. It's oh, so good. totally. So yeah. good. So, but I, didn't I just
2: recently sell that y'all sold out of studies? So we're sold out of printed studies, but we will always have digital
1: available. Which this comes out Wednesday, which is the yeah. very last day of November. So yes. you would be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like three days behind. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Go get a digital
2: study go get a digital study because 10% of our profits go to support women in prison like
1: your sweet ladies. That's exactly right. My sweet ladies, we gave them all. Well, first of all, I got all the studies Yeah. and I thought that Advent started on December 1st. I don't know where yes, that came because from. Because a
2: lot of people do that.
1: Yes, that's true. Like our church does something for kids and it starts right. it's 25 day, you know, that kind of thing. It's just easier. Yes. Yeah. And so I just threw them in my car on the way. And then I was like, I looked up something, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Advent starts, like, Sunday. Good thing. Um, and so last Tuesday, we handed Aww. out all of our ladies in our program, Success. got the study. They, Becky, they were so excited because they don't get, a, well, they don't get anything. Um, yeah. But to get books, you have to check them out, yeah. and then you can right. have, like, a Bible. This They're was something, like, their very own study yeah. that they got to take back to their um to their cell, and it was, like, theirs, uh, um, and that means a lot to someone who is yes. in prison and has nothing that's theirs.
2: I love that. Okay. Well, that's going to be my number two favorite thing right now is all of that. And there was a, there was a lady I went to prison, um, a couple weeks ago and she got the Advent study last year and she came up to me and she said, I've been transferred since, but do you know, I still, I sleep with my Advent study under my pillow and uh-huh. I get out in three weeks. And it's the first thing I'm going to tell my family about. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) All the tears.
2: Yes. Oh, it's just so it's so cool because to get to do it alongside these women who just have very little hope outside of what these not what's in the pages, but the word of God that's in Mm -hmm. the pages. It's Mm -hmm. the coolest thing that we get to be a part of it.
1: It's amazing. It's amazing. How many studies did you guys hand out this year?
2: Total or to prison? To, to prison,
1: prison. To ladies so in prison.
2: 420. And I'm awaiting a text message telling me about another 300 right now. So the warden, as always, is waiting patiently or taking his time. And so we're just waiting and we're hoping that we get approval and then can deliver another 300. But I just was told it might be 560 um, on Friday. That so, would be
1: almost a thousand studies. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? That is so awesome. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who's helped with that it's been very cool so very cool. not only did it help out my ladies but every study 10 percent goes to that it's, it's amazing. oh yeah every study of anything we sell i was gonna say so- do you do that for Lent as well oh of course yes okay that's awesome yeah yeah well, well good to know i'll get some for my girls again <laughs> oh
2: yes okay so that's number two okay for sure. and then number three I am like all of a sudden into Netflix binging. Oh, yeah. As if we have nothing else to do in right? life. So exactly. This summer and fall. So as speaking of gateway drugs, Gilmore Girls. So everybody was talking about Gilmore Girls. I never watched it. Had uh-huh. you watched it, Jamie? No,
1: and I still haven't. I feel like, oh. I, feel like I have to whisper that. Like I'm going to get shamed or something. <laughs> but no, I tried. I didn't like it. I didn't do it. So there, like, I it.
2: Like, there I said it. I oh, my gosh. Like, I feel so shamed for me- it. A- All your people just started unfollowing you. Give Jamie, give Jamie a chance. Forgive her all you Gilmore fans. Um, Maybe when story gets a little bit older. We can do it together. Together, yeah. So I got really into Gilmore Girls. And so it was all my editing hours and doing little things late at night. I just plowed through all of Gilmore Girls. And then recently just did, me and my husband did Rain. Have you watched Rain? No. It's really interesting. So it's like, don't really imagine Downton Abbey, but that same kind of period piece, but it's, I don't know history at all, but it's like hundreds of years ago, like Queen Mary and Queen Elizabeth, and it's like the dark and dirty behind the scenes and it can be a little bit graphic, so I would not watch it with children. Uh-huh. It's so interesting, a little bit dark sometimes, a little bit scary, but just awesome. And it's a series? It's a series like okay. i thought it was just i friends had told me about it and i thought i was gonna watch one movie and then i realized oh my goodness there's three seasons with like 18 episodes
1: a season that's an investment it's, and i have invested all that time okay then you might like this one called the crown okay. i've heard about this yeah and it's only one season i'm assuming they're gonna do more um but it's on netflix i think it's the netflix original the crown about okay. queen elizabeth okay
2: the crown and the story of uh, the story of us is that uh, this is us this is us, this is us. Are the two things that are on my list once hallmark christmas hallmark movies stop
1: oh you love those huh Yeah, you don't i don't have i don't have that channel so we have oh. cable so yes i'm sure i would love them if i had the opportunity but i just don't yes. have the chance yeah um okay well i have a movie that you and chris need to watch okay let's hear it okay but you're gonna have to i think you can only buy it on itunes so okay. it's a documentary and i wasn't really too keen on buying a movie to lay in bed to watch with aaron but yeah. he was like if we went on a date we'd get buy a movie so True. okay so it's I like will $12. yeah yes. yeah use that line it's like i'm not paying twelve dollars to watch a movie in <laughs> bed with you thank you for that yes okay. okay so this is so weird but it's called tickled okay okay i need to look it up i online. mean it sounds so weird so you're like watch a movie laying in bed called Tickled. <laughs> no right <laughs> okay so it's called Tickled. It's a documentary. It, and let me just read what it says. It says, journalist okay. David Fiera stumbles upon a mysterious tickling competition online. As he delves <laughs> deeper, he comes up against fierce resistance, but that doesn't stop him getting to the bottom of a story stranger than fiction. It is so weird, yeah, but good. So, weird, Jamie. Okay, so it's called Tickled. It's a documentary. <laughs> and this guy stumbles upon these things called um like tickle competitions
2: no like for real these things happen
1: well you have to watch because <laughs> it's just like you're just kind of like you're watching it and the whole time Aaron and i kept looking at each other, going what are we watching like what <laughs> happen- can't it's- not, they can't stop you can't stop and then you keep going this doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense and then at the end when it all comes together you're like that's the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my entire life so then let's watch it again then let's it's watch like, it sounds again like,
2: did you ever watch that movie like college age hands on a hard body yes where they do that with the car yeah yes, that's kind of like that so, where we- it's so weird and random but you can't you can't stop uh, watch it because hmm. like, that- i watched it to chris and we'll see what dave ramsey jr says about
1: this okay we'll just call it a date night like you know like, okay. if you went to the movie it cost you 24 dollars so Okay, I'm gonna. I'll give it a go. Here's all go. my ways to pitch to Dave Ramsey Jr. about how to <laughs> rent a movie for twelve dollars in your own house. <laughs> Love it. So there's that. So that's my recommendation for you. Okay, wrote it down. It's weird, but it's good. Yeah, it sounds very weird. And it weird. says it's rated R. I uh-huh. feel like I don't know why. I feel like I need to give like a little like caveat here, but I don't. This is if it's if there's something awful in it, and I'm like I don't yeah. know what the big deal is, and people are gonna yeah. think I'm such an awful person. But right. I think it's just like maybe content
2: yeah and the title is kind of strange yeah it's right? kind of weird But
1: like, <laughs> I'll tell you this like my 12 year old came in and he was like what are y'all watching and we're like nothing you know <laughs> and he said can I watch it with you and we're like no which there wasn't there's no. nothing in it it's like there's no like boob. can I say boobies it's my podcast right. can I say that it's your podcast. you can do whatever you want too, there's Jamie. no like anything inappropriate like that it's just weird <laughs> I don't know so there's that I love it. That's, That's crazy. So That's crazy. Well, Becky, it's been awesome having you on the happy hour. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so proud of you for all that you're doing. Friend. Keep it up.
2: Keep keep yes. keep going. And you too. On behalf of the whole world. Thank you for doing the Happy Hour podcast. It is our constant companion doing dishes and driving in traffic
1: and for people that work out. I love that you just said on behalf of the whole world. Whole wide world. <laughs> on behalf of of the whole wide world, I thank you. <laughs> and world peace. We want world peace. And world peace. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so everybody for real, if you haven't you haven't bought your Sacred Holidays uh, Advent, you still can. Yes. Go get it. And, go, um, go get it. And use get- Happy Hour to get 10% off. That's right. Use the code Happy Hour, you get 10% off. I still get 10%. And to- if all of you are listening, and last week was Thanksgiving week, so it was like a hard week for podcasting. But mm-hmm. I released one of my most favorite shows ever. And so. It, and mine too. And Voskamp. Yes, yes. She sent me a text it about it. So good. Wasn't it so good? Yeah. yeah. I just Aaron go ahead, listen go to Go right it.
2: now, everybody, and go listen
1: to it. Yeah, listen he to it You right made Aaron, now. did he listen to it? Yeah, I was like, hey, he was traveling. And I was like, listen to this. Because he doesn't listen yes. to all of them. He used to, actually. Um, but I was like, listen to this one. I was like, it's one of my favorites. And he did say it was it really was, good, too.
2: It was so good to get to hear her just like talk like just one-on-one to another person like mm-hmm. in her book and studies it's she just has such a poetic way of speaking uh-huh. but to get to hear her just chat with you was just it was so cool to get to learn from her and Ugh. i i think i texted you and was like i'm on the airport and i'm
1: crying because it's just so good it was so good and i was super nervous people ask me like who yeah. are you nervous talking to i was nervous talking to Anne. yeah because like you said she's so poised and and yes. and, and this is from an outsider looking in. so poised right. so put together so poetic Yes. And I'm the opposite of all of those things. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, how is this going to work? And it was just one of my most favorite conversations yes, ever. So it was
2: beautiful. it's beautiful. Thank you Yay. for doing that one. Well, thank you for listening.
1: Um, okay. Thanks, Becky. All right. Thank you. Okay, guys. I love chatting with Becky. Um, did everybody in the world besides me watch the Gilmore Girls this past weekend on Friday when it came out? I still have yet to watch the season, like I told Becky, and I feel a little bit of shame every time I say that out loud, but I haven't done it, but we gave you tons of Netflix options and my little documentary that I recommended that you watch, Um, and I hadn't seen the show that she recommended on Netflix, so I'm going to add that. Guys, thank you all for listening. Um, It never gets old meeting you guys or reading your emails or seeing you share about the show, and don't forget to tag if you share someone. Use the hashtag sharingthehappyhour, and I'm going to give away some goodies, Uh, Just some—a listener came up to me at church this weekend, and she was visiting family here from Minnesota. It was so fun to meet her. I love meeting you guys that listen, um, and I love reading your emails. I read every single one, even if I don't get to email you back. So, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, anything we talked about is going to be up on my webpage, JamieIv.com. Today's show is edited by Logan Garza, and the music is from Jason Poe. Guys, enjoy your week. Don't forget, if you didn't hear last week's episode with Ann Voskamp, to go back and listen to it. It was such a great show. Um, And Joe Saxon was on the Happy Half Hour last Friday. Guys, enjoy your week and share the show with a girlfriend. And then hashtag it and put it on Instagram and you can win some happy hour goodies. Okay, guys, I'll see you next week.
0: The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.